Welcome back to the Gazette's Fact Checker. I'm Elijah Dishas, the Gazette's Features Reporter. I'm Erin Jordan. I'm the Gazette's Investigative Reporter. I'm Michaela Ram, the Gazette's Healthcare Reporter. And I'm Marissa Payne, the Gazette's Cedar Rapids Government Reporter. This week we have a fact check on Representative Axney's record on healthcare and bills addressing affordable healthcare, specifically through the medium of a new ad campaign launched by Protect Our Care, which is a left-leaning healthcare advocacy organization, and they, they lobby for the, pres- the preservation of the Affordable Care Act, which is popularly known as Obamacare. And before we get into it, we are going to play the ad just in its entirety for you so you can hear it in the original tone. Too many families worry about the cost of health care and prescription drugs. So Congresswoman Cindy Axney did something about it, passing a bipartisan bill banning surprise medical bills. Now Congresswoman Axney is working to lower costs even more by giving Medicare the power to negotiate lower drug prices and capping the cost of insulin. Congresswoman Cindy Axney, working to lower health care costs for people like you. Okay. So as you all heard there, we have three basic claims on Representative Axney's record. And just for, for context, this ad was part of a $5 million campaign being launched in eight key districts around the country for various representatives in the House. And for every one of those advertisements, uh, the claims are basically identical. They're just swapping out the name of the representative in question. The first claim here is on passing a bill, a bipartisan bill banning surprise medical bills. And for those of you who don't know, surprise medical billing um, used to happen when folks would go to hospitals that were out of their network or they would receive care from providers at a facility that was in their health insurance network, but maybe the provider was out of network and it would result in much higher charges than they would have paid otherwise. Previously, uh, the, the, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services said that previously, if, if consumers had health coverage from an out-of-network provider, their health plan wouldn't cover the entire cost of it. And this was called balance billing, often a surprise to people who got it. It started as a bill called the No Surprises Act, introduced in July 2019. And later on, it was rolled into the Consolidated Appropriations Act which was signed by President Trump in December 2020. And that was a a pretty massive bill covering a wide variety of spending items. Representative Axney did vote yes on that bill as claimed in the ad. So I gave that one an A. And before I move on to the other two claims, I want to give it to you guys and see what you think of that one. Yeah, I mean, I think this one seems pretty straightforward. She did vote in favor of it. I don't know. These ads are always interesting to me in the way that they word this. So, I mean, the way it's worded, it's like almost made to seem as if Axne is the sole reason this bill passed, which we know to be not true. But yeah, regardless, it is true she voted in favor of this. Yeah, yeah I think the ads are just in- interesting overall that they're coming from this third party group and um, obviously trying to prop up Democrats in the house. Yeah. So yeah, but I agree with the grade. Great. Any words from you, Marissa? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I agree too. I mean, it, the wording gives Axne like an outsized role in the passage saying, you know, Axne passed, you know, when like Congress as a whole had to pass it, but she voted for it. 
yeah, yeah for sure Q&A. great and then the next one is kind of a compound claim there are two claims within a single sentence here that uh, representative axney worked to lower drug costs by giving medicare the power to negotiate drug prices and also capping the cost of insulin so let's take the first one i asked protect our care um, for some sourcing on this and they sent me to a vox article about the build back better act which was a, a massive massive social spending bill with just about everything on the democratic party's wish list as i'm sure many democrats would concede and that bill did include provisions requiring the department of health and human services to negotiate maximum prices so the ceiling price for certain brand name drugs under medicare axne did vote yes on this bill again this bill passed largely along party lines in the house For the latter half of the claim, affordable insulin, which has kind of been a hot topic in Iowa lately, they cited an article on the Affordable Insulin Now Act, which would have capped insulin prices at either $35 a month for patients or 25% of their insurance plan's negotiated price, whichever is lower. Axne also voted yes on this too. I feel like I'm being a little bit of a buzzkill because it's not very complicated, but (laughs) this bill... The Affordable Insulin Now Act passed with a somewhat higher margin than the Build Back Better Act. Um, But yeah, Axne voted yes on all three of these bills in question. So I also gave this, these other two claims an A. Just a couple thoughts that we might want to add a little context. Yeah, I I totally agree with the A on this um, part of the claim. It might be good to note just with that the House, the Build Back Better is um, pretty much stalled and doesn't have much of a chance yeah. Go anywhere. And if you, I know you have a hyperlink in our print piece. I don't know if that takes us to that previous fact checker, but it might be good to link back to the one where we talked about who did vote for the insulin copay caps and who didn't of Iowa's delegates. Yeah. I just was going to throw out there too, just as um, a little bit of context for this, you know, Cindy Axney represents Iowa's third congressional district and won that district by a very narrow margin. Uh, there are three Republicans who are competing in a prime for in a primary to run against Axne. And that race has heated up in the primary there. It's Nicole Hasso, State Senator Zach Nunn, and then a retired farmer Gary Leffler. So just as a little context, you know, to why these national groups might be sponsoring ads for Axne, um, you know, trying to, to kind of prop her up, make her sound good to her constituents at a time when she is, uh, I don't know how, who's going to win that primary, but, you know, it may or may not be a tough race for her. Yeah. I wonder how much of a priority affordable health care is among the the audience that this is um, kind of targeting in these eight districts? Well, it's like what we looked at a couple of weeks ago, um, the Affordable Care Act, I think, is largely popular in opinion polls. Um, so if they can make it look like um, Cindy Axney is, is trying to support these provisions in the ACA, maybe constituents will say, well, you know, I'm going to I'm going to keep voting for her, keep her in office. Yeah. I'm curious what you think, Michaela, since you're our token healthcare reporter here. 
token. Um, no, I mean, I think I think this is good. I think this is a straightforward um, claim, um, and it does deserve the grade A. So I don't think my thoughts really, you know, would constitute a downgrade. But it is interesting how they sort of tout these measures as sort of the problem solving to drug prices when it really is kind of a band aid fix. Like, I mean, giving Medicare the power to negotiate prices is, my understanding, pretty well supported across the aisle, but it's only for those with Medicare, right? And I mean, like we talked about last week, capping insulin costs doesn't really address larger costs for other consumers. So, I I mean, we talked about this last podcast. I'm sure listeners can tune into that if they want to dive more into that conversation. But yeah, I mean, it, it simply is kind of interesting that these are kind of the fixes that they're going for the, you know, the issue when it is broadly supported that they want you know, voters want lower medical costs. Yeah. I was thinking back to the press release that I saw on this, and it actually did link, I just checked it, linked to the Kaiser Family Foundation health tracking poll. And this isn't just on the the eight districts in question, it's, it's for the country, but um, it says capping healthcare costs or capping out-of-pocket costs for insulin was a priority for 53% of respondents, um, followed by placing a limit on how much seniors have to pay for healthcare. So that's some interesting context there. Yep. So to Aaron's point, it's definitely going to be a big thing that they're going to push as we kind of get to the midterms, as we get to the general election too. Yeah, for sure. All right. Any other loose ends we have to tie up on this? No, we good? I give you an A for your check, Elijah. Well, thank you. Um, I think you have next, you're taking the lead on next week's check, Erin. Yeah, this was um, some, uh, uh, one that you had passed on, Elijah. This is a flyer that was handed out at a meeting in Marion this week about education. It kind of talks about, uh, this was a meeting that the governor was at and also some parents and um, on on a variety of topics, I think, maybe on LGBTQ uh, provisions in the school districts. But this flyer is is primarily supporting Governor Reynolds' initiative that she wants to have vouchers for private schools. So there's some statements that she um, talks about as, as, you know, claims about education and then statements that she makes as what are called facts on the flyer. And so um, I think what our team is going to try to do is get to as many of these that meet our criteria and um, work on that for next week's check. Yeah, that definitely sounds interesting, especially in the context of uh, how that meeting came about. So, Well, and also the fact that that bill, um, that initiative that's been passed in the Iowa Senate that would provide those private school vouchers is really the only thing holding up the Iowa legislative session. So, you yeah. know, still very much in play at this point. Yeah, for sure. All right. Our fact checker is edited by Craig Jamolis. It is produced by Stephen Colbert. And our music is Lobby Time by Kevin McLeod. I'm Elijah Decius. I'm Aaron Jordan. I'm Michaela Ram. I'm Marissa Payne. And until next time, we'll fact check you later.
Get a daily update from the Gazette with our daily news podcast. Add it to your podcast player or your Alexa-friendly device to get a bite-sized local news update each day. Check it out at thegazette.com slash podcasts.